So to, to give you an idea, if you want to go from 35 to call it 75%, right, you want to make 40 points of improvement, there are incremental opportunities that are really, really important for you to take to get there. And some of them are systems driven. Some of them are coaching and people driven. Some of them are pricing driven, right? There's all different components that are part of that workflow. This is Growth in Dentistry, a dental intelligence podcast where we ask the question, what does growth in dentistry look like to you? I'm Katie Polson, a dental hygienist and your host. Welcome to another episode of Growth in Dentistry. I'm Katie Polson, and we are excited to continue our conversation on getting your patients to say yes. And when I was thinking about this topic, I was thinking about expanded functions and that term can feel daunting and more schooling and systems and materials and money and all the things that come into play with that and all of it just to stay relevant in an ever-changing dental market. And when I was thinking about expanded functions as it relates to case acceptance, I immediately thought of Candid. And I have to give all the credit to my brother in Salt Lake City, Utah, because I was there for my dental cleaning. And he really is an, an innovator and early adopter. And I, and I went to see him for my own appointment. He's like, you have to see this product. It's so cool. So I, I went over and he's like this, and he showed me Candid. And from then on, I was like, yeah, this is really great. I need to, I need to talk to these people. So with that, we have Nick Greenfield, CEO of Candid on. Welcome, Nick. Hi. So glad to have you on. You. And the other voice on here is Curtis Marshall, VP of Partner Relationships. So glad to have you as well with us, Curtis. Katie, always a pleasure. He just brings the fun. You know, he really just does. So um, I'm excited to have you. So Nick, tell us a little bit about uh, Candid and how it's different than, uh, well, also tell us about you. How did you even get into this dental world? And then Candid and um, how is it different than um, many people probably have mail-in aligners. If they know anything about Candid, how is it different? So we started Candid in 2017 um, and the idea was to increase accessibility and affordability for clear aligners. Um, and then we announced in January of 2022 that we were taking the business uh, to focus 100% in the professional channel. So today Candid is one of the leading clear aligner brands. Um, We do so much more than clear aligners, which we'll get into a little later in the podcast, Uh, but we are a leading clear aligner brand um, targeted and and focused at um, increasing accessibility in your practice, helping you as a dentist go from, you know, zero one K starts a month to three, five, 10, or however many, however many you're able to do uh, by bringing an orthodontist and orthodontic treatment planning remotely into your practice. And then helping patients reduce fewer office visits because those patients are now uh, able to be monitored using telehealth remotely using our candid app and scanning technology. So really bringing bringing the best of technology, bringing the best of telehealth and orthodontic treatment planning into the general dental practice um, to help doctors who really maybe don't feel that comfortable doing all that much in the clear aligner world and really helping them ramp that up. Yeah. It's, it's such an intriguing uh, business model and really unlike anything else there on the, on the market. Tell me a little bit about you personally. How did you end up in this, in this space? I've been in the space now for um, about half my working life, so <laughs> I'm I'm able to um, I'm able to say that maybe I'm I'm native to dentistry at this point. Um, I did uh, start my career and have spent my whole career building companies from the ground up. So I was an early 
early employee at, at a company called Lyft, um, where I helped launch it originally in San Francisco and then all around the country and worked at a couple other startups. Uh, be- Lyft, before like the- L-Y-F-T? Like L-Y-F-T, yeah. yes. Like, like the real yeah, one. That's really cool. <laughs> what did you, you do with them? I was one of the really the first four people working on the business. Um, so the first kind of business marketing operations guy, I was 23 and <laughs> we were a very, very small team. So I did everything from all of our original driver onboardings and recruitings and trainings to marketing, to launching the business in San Francisco, which is our first city and then launching LA and Seattle and all around the country after that. So um, I really kind of got my hands dirty. I don't know if you've been watching the Uber uh, TV show, um, which I think there's a little lift lift in there, but we we weren't, it wasn't (laughs) quite as dramatic at Lyft as it seemed to be. I haven't been watching it, but I'm going to put it on my list now. Oh, yeah, it's on Netflix, right, Nick? I think. Uh, yeah, I think it's on Showtime, maybe. Oh, interesting. It, well, like anyway, that is that's pretty great. It sounds like you've got an. So then, so you went from so startups all the way, to, and then what was your first experience with dentistry? So I, my first experience was candid. Um, I had uh, been a patient of a dentist in San Francisco. Was curious about getting clear aligners. Heard the price of five, $6,000 almost fell out of my chair. You know, I was a, a young working professional who really makes up the meat of what we think is this huge adult ortho opportunity that's in the market, but, but isn't really willing to pay $6,000 for the product. And, right. um, I, I saw that and thought there was an opportunity. Um, a couple of years later ended up meeting a friend of mine and his dad as an orthodontist. And we started talking about the opportunity, uh, to really increase access and affordability in the space. Um, at the same time, you know, Align's core IP was rolling off. So there were a lot of brands and companies that were thinking about getting into the space at the time. And we wanted to bring a unique perspective to the market. Um, so we started a company originally, as Candid was originally, and we, we, we can't hide that fact, was originally in the direct-to-consumer space. Mm-hmm. And we were really focused on high quality. So we wanted to be the company that did remote monitoring, that had 100% or Adonis reviewing the cases. Our doctors were, were rejecting 20 to 30% of the cases that were coming to us because of complexity or patients needing dental work. We're the only company collecting x-rays in all of our retail locations. So we really were a hybrid model at the time. Um, and we made the change in, in January to focus 100% on our Candid Pro offering many ways because, or many times because our, our consumer base was really interested in the product, but 80% of our prospective patients said that they wanted to get started in a dental practice. And so given that that was where the consumer demand was going, and also that we had built about a year and kind of a beta of our Candid Pro product, and we're seeing really great traction, we made a decision to cut a grand majority of our revenue, but put all of our energy and effort behind what we think can be, you know, just a totally transformational business in the professional space, which is Candid Pro. Yeah, I think so too. So tell us a little bit about that specifically, because in my mind, Candid really helps like automate the expanded function option for a practice. So how does it do that? Tell us a little bit about that. So we had a few observations. Observation one is that 90% of general dentists are doing one clear liner case or fewer on average per month. So the market in the general dentist space is very, very underpenetrated. 
And we looked and we said, well, why is that the case? And, and for those of you listening, if you went to dental school, you may have done one day of orthodontics. It was probably focused on wires and brackets. And maybe you did an Invisalign seminar, but you never really did the hands-on required to do clear liners. And that's why orthos do you know, two or three years of residency and then go in an apprenticeship and spend some years in a practice. And there's, it, it takes a long time to get good at ortho. And that fear of moving teeth, um, which is to me, it's a very interesting fear because with clear aligners, um, you know, there, there's your, the risks generally are lower because they're staged out, um, but there's still this real fear of moving teeth. So that was yeah. one observation. The second was that the consumer that was interested in Smile Direct Club or interested in Bite or interested in Candid, that consumer is generally dramatically underserved in, in the professional office in terms of orthodontics. So that ages 25 to 45 mm -hmm. has some disposable income, uh, but you know is looking to do something. The reason they're underserved is they don't have the ability to pay five, six, seven, $8,000 for clear liner treatment. And the third is that with new innovation, Yes. Is it just dollars that you have found? Is it just because of price that they're underserved? It's it's two things. So it's price okay. and it's access. So the third the, the third component is the accessibility component, which is the working professional doesn't have time to go do 12, 15, 20 office visits for clear liners. So they want to pay less, they want to pay monthly, and they want to minimize their office visits. And so what we did was take the technology our remote monitoring capability, um, which we have the top rated app in, in, uh, in teledentistry called the Candid app, 4.9 out of five stars, over 2000 reviews. We, we bring that app into the practice where a patient will start, come in with for an intraoral scan. Um, from there, they can buy their aligners. Candid actually has the ability to ship those aligners either to the office or directly to the patient. The patient, once they put those aligners in, will take their initial scan and every two weeks, they'll scan their teeth at home. And that scan will actually go directly to the doctor. So the doctor can see what's going on. But unless there's a reason to, to truly intervene, that patient can go all the way to their six-month hygiene visit and do all of that remote monitoring at home. And I think what, what Katie was referring to, the scan box, so the Candid app and the scan box that come together, that integrated telehealth system is all powered by Candid's orthodontic team, which is actually US licensed orthodontists who are doing all the treatment planning on behalf of the doctor. So all you have to do as a general dentist is scan the patient, then send in their record. So the x-ray, the ABO array of photos and that scan, and an orthodontist will actually treatment plan on your behalf you can look at it, make sure it's right, make sure it meets the treatment plan. Maybe you're doing some restorative and you're gonna kind of let that ortho know. So you know there's an expert looking at it. Then the patient can do all of their treatment from home, come back in for that six month hygiene visit where you can check in, make sure everything's going well. And then an end of treatment uh, visit to collect records or if a refinement is needed, do that at the end. So reducing chair time, improving accessibility. And by reducing chair time and increasing accessibility, general dentists are usually able to offer this at a more affordable price point. So instead of having a dozen office visits and chair time and hygiene time and assistant time, everything needed, by taking that cost out, you can pass those savings on to the patient 
maintain your gross profit profile, uh, but actually have a more profitable overall high quality clinical experience. So our observation is by bringing that price down, increasing access, using technology to make all of this happen and putting that expert orthodontist doing the treatment planning on your behalf, integrating that into one seamless price and package um, that allows the, the doctors to feel more comfortable starting cases. And we're seeing the doctors who used to do zero or one cases are now doing three, four, five cases a month. It's making a huge difference for their practice. Yeah. Uh, it sounds, it, well, we'll get into case acceptance in a minute, but just thinking of, you know, I'm, I'm in the millennial age bracket, right? And like, we're all moving up, like you said, having just some more disposable income. And we are, we are expecting ease. We it should be easy for us to do, and it should not be you know, we should have access to it and it should have some sort of technology attached to it. Like this is the things that we expect. And it sounds like you guys are like really putting yourself into this really great space to be ready for people in my age bracket to be like, okay, I'm ready to do ortho now. So you got, you got yeah. to take care of these 20 year old, the people in 20, <laughs> Katie. Yeah. Katie, Katie and Nick, for those that are locked looking, I was able to buy a car without talking to anyone. Yeah. Now it's coming in January, but, <laughs> uh, but I, I was able, like there is software and information now out where you, the viewer at home, like Katie's talking about, they want to just be able to do it when they want to do it. And yeah. so that's, that's a, really and I, people say yes. And I love that it's, and it's guided by a general dentist. It really allows them to get, it gives them more opportunity to offer more services in their practice. Um, which is, which is really great. And, and, and this relates a lot to case acceptance in a practice. So sometimes we get lost in, in like the high level and I kind of want to get a little bit granular here and get like some examples of like case acceptance using candid, because, um, I want people to really understand how it can impact their practice on an individual level. Like what does it look like if they wanted to use it and what would that do to their case acceptance? Katie, on top of that, what is it that Candid's doing to get people to say yes? Because even on a different level, if you're doing crowns or something else, be use what's successful. Uh, Nick, you you worked at Lyft before, and you now have work at Candid. The bit the principles of people and the principles of business of getting people change? to do yeah <laughs> yeah. Did they change from Lyft to dental or from Ubering? Uh, not Ubering, lifting people. Lyft to, to, uh, dentistry, do people or business change a way to catch, way to catch yourself there, by the way, that was a really bad faux pas, Curtis. It's not <laughs> Ubering, it's lifting. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so I think that there are a, a couple elements. The, the answer to that is people in the business side of things, right? Like the, 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 the customers, or in this case, the patients, are the same as the passengers, right? Yeah. It's the same, it's the same cohort. And in fact, if you think about who were, you know, the first five years of Lyft and Uber, those passengers were that 25 to 45 demographic, right? It was the early adopter. It was, you know, with Lyft in 2012, 2013, one of the early things that we experienced was people were still on Blackberries. So it was iPhone, you know, it's people who have iPhones and the people who are choosing to buy products like Candid in the dental practice and are monitoring at home and monitoring remotely, they have iPhones and Androids, right? They're smartphone users. And now, you know, penetration is so high at this point, everyone's a smartphone user, uh, but, but we're getting to that point where 
demographically, whether it's disposable income, whether it's thinking about buy now, pay later of disposable, you know, having more disposable income, but not wanting to spend it all up front. We'll talk about some of the ways that we're helping drive that case acceptance. One of the unique components to Candid is we have experience working with the consumer because we come from the direct to consumer world. We ran 40 plus retail stores. And in our stores, we had 85 to 90% same day chair side conversion on whoa, 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 whoa. That's crazy. <laughs> so you're telling me that if you had in your retail places, if you had 10 people come in the office that day for a consult, you had eight and a half of those people, right? You can't get a half person, but eight, eight or nine people say yes. We had stores, so in, in our Candid Studio network, that went two months straight closing 100%. And that's, I mean, it is incredible. In, in fact, what, we what? Had- Is it because they were just hot leads? Like, were they just coming to say yes? Or was it, right? Or did, were they already sold beforehand? Because I'll tell you what, in a dental office, when somebody yeah. comes in with a tooth pain, I'm like 100% acceptance, acceptance rate, right? Meaning when they're in pain, they're coming to yeah. get something fixed a hundred percent for, sh- they're not leaving without getting something. We just don't, the, yeah, in, in cosmetic dentistry, there's just not as high as the case acceptance rate. Nick, go ahead and expand on that. Yeah. yeah. So there's a lot. So we started at 35%. So to, to give you an idea, if you want to go from 35 to call it 75%, right, you want to make 40 points of improvement there are incremental opportunities that are really, really important for you to take to get there. And some of them are systems driven. Some of them are coaching and people driven. Some of them are pricing driven, right? There's all different components that are part of that workflow. And that's the beauty of Candid. So that team that was selling in the retail locations, that is our account management and our training and implementation. Team. Wow. So when you sign up for Candid and you go through a kickoff, we come in today at our cost, right? So for our first customers that we're working with, we will send a person to your practice for a full day to do that consultative implementation to teach you as a doctor and teach your staff, which is really important, how to design a workflow around the hygiene chair, around generating hand raisers, and around how to close clear liner cases. Now, there are a few things that are absolute must. You have to understand how insurance works, which only maybe 10, 20, 30% of patients, depending geographically where you are, will have some type of benefit there. You have to understand pricing and how to move the needle on pricing. You have to understand monthly financing and installments, how HSA and FSA work. And then you really have to understand the workflow And if you're a doctor, you actually have to believe it. The associates that were working in our candid studios truly to their core believed that patients should be getting candid. And if those associates didn't believe that those patients should be getting candid, it was impossible for them to actually convince the patients that it made sense. So we actually had more patients who were rejected by our orthodontists who are reviewing those treatment plans and determining case eligibility than we had who turned down purchasing. Mm, so we had, yeah. it was the opposite problem that most, that most practices would face. And we want to bring to bear and we have the solutions to help you as a general dentist, figure out how to really ramp up 
your conversion. Now, we were generating hand raisers. These were people who weren't coming in for, you know, cleanings. These were people who were coming in off the street saying, hey, I, you know, I yeah. want to straighten my teeth. So they were already expressing that interest. Uh, but we were, we, again, we moved from that 35% conversion all the way up to 85, 90%. Same, yeah. same people, same type of people coming in because that, that's people. what I was wondering. You didn't change the types of patients coming in. You just change something else to increase that because yeah. in a dental and office- this is, yeah, this is the second time that this really important, like yesterday I was talking to Shereen Washington, who was on the, on the show mm-hmm. and she was talking about, um, this idea of like, why like go in with confidence and believe that they need it. Right. And you just said like they, to their core, they believe that they deserve or they need candid. Right. And that's a really important concept. And, and me as a provider, as a hygienist, like it, it, like it clicks on for me to like, realize like, do I, is there in my back of my mind, like this, like hesitation of like, Oh, maybe they won't want it, or maybe they don't like us or whatever. But like, to just say, why wouldn't you say yes to this? This is so amazing, right? I love, I love I think, that. Yeah, look, occlusion is one of those areas which really isn't played up, especially in the general dental practice yeah. in the way that it should be, right? It's, oh, or, that's an orthodontist responsibility. Mm-hmm. But when you have, when you have a patient who has bruxism, TMJ, you're seeing, you know, you're seeing issues around, hey, they're having trouble chewing. There, there are all these things that are going on, or even, oh, they, they seem to be getting more cavities. All of this is tied together, right? And then you combine that with an area that we're at Candid really passionate about, which is the airway space. So we work with, you know, the team over at Vivos, um, who we have a really great partnership with, um, and really thinking about, okay, how do you use orthodontics in the context of airway? These are things where there's, yes. again, becomes a, 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 what I would call a moral imperative yes. and if you're a hygienist and you're not looking at occlusal, you know, the occlusal diagnostics. If you're a dentist, not looking at that, you're not necessarily giving your patient the full diagnostic, you know, view and, and viewpoint onto how they can yes. improve their oral health. So we, we believe, look, even there's a lot of perio con- connectivity around orthodontics. There are a lot of other things that are, that it's all interconnected. And so we believe that again, with this type of solution, especially one geared around expansion around, um, you know, saving enamel around reducing things like attachments and IPR, which are hard to place, require a lot of training and are actually really moving things around potentially in ways that we don't want to. If we can minimize those components while providing a high quality health driven solution, that's what's going to generate a, a general dentist from saying, oh, I'm not really that interested in doing orthodontics to, oh, actually, this is going to be tr- tremendously beneficial to my patient. And therefore, I want to do it in my yeah. practice. So those doctors who we're seeing doing yeah, a lot of I volume. Love that. That, Move, yeah. Moving past just the cosmetic, it, it is your moral obligation to offer all of the solutions to help a patient with their health and airway is one of was one of those. It should be in your in your exams that you're doing, um, and and it's a very important thing. And and it's a hot topic right now too. I, like everybody's talking about airway, but um, but just in general, I mean, and we don't we're we're t- preaching to the choir. People that are listening to this podcast are fully aware of what ortho um, is just beyond cosmetic dentistry. But um, if you can help a patient accept that. I mean, cause there are so many times where I'm like, if we could just, if we could just open up and straighten the teeth here, like so many other problems would 
be solved. Uh, and, and if you could get them to say yes, that would be so much better. It's, it really is such a fantastic idea. Um, what advice, I guess, do you have for offices if they want to implement a company like Candid in their office? Like what, what that you said you have to know, you have to know your financial backgrounds and things like that, but what else comes to mind with that question? I think one is openness, right? So you have to, you have to be open to the idea of integrating a solution like this to help your patients and, and moving from reactive care to proactive care. You know, it's a very hot topic in healthcare more generally, but if you have that belief that proactive care is going to benefit your patients and two, three, four years from now, your patients will be better off, then I believe, and I think a lot of doctors believe, Dr. Ben Moralia, who's, who's one of our you know, leading faculty members, came over to us after 15 years with a competitor because he believed that our approach to uh, expansive oriented orthodontics, again, minimizing, minimizing the attachment and IPR need, especially, you know, where, where possible, he believed that that was the right way to do it. And so he joined us and, and he believes that he is doing, and he's all these cases that he shows over the years where he's really changing people's lives, their airway, changing the way they, they look, they feel their confidence, all these things that, that change for the better in their lives by integrating clear liners into his practice more deeply. And so I think that's the starting point is you've got to want that. From there, I think you've got to be willing to look at your workflow of how your office operates. If you're struggling with hiring and finding folks on the hygiene side or the assistant side, I mean, everybody we know is struggling with that right now. The more you lean into technology and the more you lean into telehealth-like solutions um, where Candid can help dramatically reduce that chair time, the more profitable your practice will get, the higher case acceptance will go. And ultimately, I think that the more satisfied you'll be overall with the quality of the treatment and the quality of the value that you're bringing to drive more and more patients into your practice. We have a doctor locator on our site we help drive new patients to practice. I, I was talking to a, a doctor in DC yesterday. He said he's getting two or three new patients a week right now from Candid, which is not a huge number. But if you think about the number of doctors we have in DC and who's selecting, that makes a big deal, right? That's two or three a week, right? That adds up. That's a hundred a year. Um, so, um, you know, that's something that we're, we're really excited about partnering with. Uh, and those with are, and those are qualified, ready to, ready to say yes to candid patients. Like they're walking in, they know what they want, which is a good sign for a patient. It means that they'll, and they're looking for preventative care, right? So they're not just, you're not just like three new patients that are emergency based and you'll never see them again. They're, they're lifetime patients. Yeah. You're, if getting, you're, look, yeah. If you're looking, this is somebody who's coming in and willing to spend, you know, $3,500 yeah. straight out of the gate. Right. So yeah, that's a, that's a really good, that's a good lead. Yeah. yeah really great. Curtis, I'm going to ask our last question. Do you have anything to add? You're good. Well, I, maybe you're going to ask this, but I want to know the one or two things that he would say that took him from 35 to 80% because the one thing that he mentioned is, is believing, right. And I can't tell you how many times when I was in an office, when a patient would come in and say, hey, I'm thinking about cosmetic and front desk or an assistant says, you don't need that. What, what are you talking about? Your teeth are beautiful, <laughs> right? That, that right there alone is a huge, uh, I'm not listening to the patient and I don't necessarily believe in it. Uh, but, and maybe you're going to ask that Katie, but I'd love no. to know like the one or two things that took them to 30 5% to 85%. Yeah, yeah there's a lot to learn in there. 
I think there are two areas that I'm going to point to. One is workflow, right? So, you know, in the Candid Studio, we designed a workflow that allowed patients to feel comfortable, to do, to take the diagnostics, to be efficient, but also to spend the right amount of time with the patients, giving them their options, showing them the pros, showing them the cons and why this is an investment that they're making in themselves today, but that investment will pay dividends in the future, right? Across, across their life, across their confidence, across their ability to express themselves fully and across their oral health. And those things lead to many other things in life. So there was there's a very, very strong workflow, which is really important in scripting around how to do that, that again, we can bring to bear in your practice if Candid Pro is something that you wanna integrate. That's point part one. And part two is really understanding the quantitative component of, of how to actually get patients to accept treatment and making sure the pricing is appropriate. So mm-hmm. what we were, were always able to do is understand financially whether patients could pay, how they could pay, and then offer options for them. So it wasn't just, hey, I need a $2,000 down payment from you today, right? We, were, we integrated really high quality financing options that allowed us to finance up to 100% of patients. And that allowed folks who had questions around payment or maybe couldn't afford to make a $2,000 down payment up front, allow them to make, you know, make monthly payments over a 12 or 24 month period. And that allowed them to go into treatment. And overall, we had very orthodontics in general has very high level of, of payment, um, payment consistency because, you know, folks are in treatment for a long period of time and it's a big investment. So, um, you know, I think those are probably two, two of the drivers that really move the needle. Yeah. He makes a static, something static, meaning the workflow, the way that it happens, it's the same always, but then having it customized to the patient. Yeah. Patient's different. That some can pay 5,000 up front. Some can only pay a hundred, but being customized. Nick, that's really really good. Yeah. Really good. Well, we asked the same question to every one of our guests and it's because it means a lot. Growth means a lot to us and it means, uh, something different to everyone. And that is what does growth in dentistry mean to you? I think growth in dentistry is all about the bridge between dentistry and broader healthcare. Um, I think that today, uh, we look at dentistry um, really as a separate field from the, the MD yeah. world. Yeah. But I think the more and more we go, the, the more connectivity we're going to see, whether between perio and cardio health, um, you know, sleep and uh, pulmonary, right? All of these different things that really, really go together. And so when I look 50 to 100 years out, I think as, as dentistry grows, I think those connections between the general dentists and specialists, and then MDs and specialists within MD. And you're seeing this again, sleep being a great example, sleep doctors working more hand in hand with general dentists. I think once we, we figure out how to grow that, we're going to start growing the outcomes. And I think dentistry can actually be the really the tip of the spear for preventative healthcare yeah. across the board. It's the area, it's the, it's the easiest internal cavity in our body to access. And also one of, if not the most important, we drink, we eat all day. Right. And so the things we put in our mouth end up going through our bodies. And I think that we just have to refocus the way we look at the mouth as a society uh, and from a healthcare perspective to drive higher quality health outcomes, both preventative and reactionary 
in the healthcare system. I, I love that answer. And I look forward to that day where, where we are, we're more synergistic with the medical community. So really, really great answer. Thank you so much for being on the show. This has been growth and dentistry, a dental intelligence podcast. Uh, Nick, where can they find, where can they find candid? If If you're interested in learning more, uh, please visit candidpro.com. We uh, would love to speak with you. We have tons of uh, tons of great reps ready to ready to have a conversation and help you integrate uh, whether it's scanning, monthly financing, sales practices, workflow, all of that. We're ready to go to help you integrate clear aligners into your practice. So thanks again for having me. Candid.com. Yeah. Thank you so much. That's Nick Greenfield, CEO of Candid. I'll put candidpro.com in our show notes as well. And you can find that link and other great information on our webpage at dentalintel.com. Thank you again, Curtis, for joining me today. And thank you to our marketing department for all their work on this podcast. I'm Katie Polson. Keep growing.